0: Welcome to Zikrudafsi Money, member by Ram Goldhar, and to your Babakama Baba Kama, of the Second Perak. Parric- Kate said a regal. So the three tops we're going to focus on. Number one, Rav Sakura said in the name of Rav Huna, quoting Rav, that one who lives in his friend's yard without his knowledge does not have to pay rent because of the Pusuk which says, Ushi'a yukashar, and through desolation the gate is broken, meaning an uninhabited house is destroyed by demons. The one residing there thus benefited the owner by inhabiting it, keeping away these demons. Marbara of Ashi reports seeing this demon in the house, managa kisora, and it was battering it like a bull. Rav Yosef gave a different reason not to pay rent. Based on mitzvah an inhabited house remains habitable because those who are signing there see and tend to its needs. Enough coming in between the two reasons is, the kamishtam ishbe v'tzive where the owner was using it to store wood and straw. This is sufficient to keep away demons and the one residing there does not benefit the owner according to the first reason, but does according to Rav Yosef's reason pointing to the Michelin Duff Duf yud taught, that if an animal ate from the sides of the street, it is liable and not considered damage in Rishus Rabim. Rav says with Machazeris, this is even where it turns its head to reach the food on the side of the street. For although an animal may be brought to Rishus Rabim, the damage took place where people commonly leave produce, since animals do not usually turn their heads there. Shmuel says, even where it turns its head to reach the produce, he's exempt from pain because it's considered ordinary shame in Rosh of Rabbim. Shmuel must explain the mission which holds the owner liable for produce eaten in the side of the street to refer to where the animal left the street and went to the side of the street and ate there. In another version, all agree that one is liable for the animal's turning its head and eating from the side of the street. Their dispute is, where one set aside part of his domain to the public domain and left his produce in that area. Rav says the owner is Pater and Shmuel says he's Haiv. The more explains their Malchokas. And pointing with him, the next mission states a Kalifa Gaddish Kafsmarosha Gug if a dog or a kid jumped from the top of a roof, but was a and broke utensils when landing. nezik sham, the owner pays full damages, Mifnesha and Mu'adim because they're a mud to jump and is a tolda of regal. The Gmor infers that he only pays if they jump from the roof. But if they had fallen from the roof and broken the utensils, he would be exempt because this was not expected. We see that the Tana holds that a circumstance which begins with negligence and ends with an unexpected mishap. He is exempt, meaning although the owner was negligent for leaving his animal where it's likely to jump and cause damage, he's still exempt from damage which occurred through an unexpected event, meaning the falling. Since this is the subject of a Malchokas Marayim, the more explains the Mishnah according to the other opinion. Could go Makarvik, Kaelim, Gabikoso, the cases where Kaelim are so close to the wall that the animal would not have damaged them through jumping and only damaged them through falling. Thus, the owner was not negligent towards the damage of these Kaelim. So once again, the three points are number one. Rav Sukhura said in the name of Rav Huna, quoting Rav that one who lives in his friend's yard without his knowledge does not have to pay rent because of the Pasuk which says, Ushia Yukashar, and through desolation, the gate is broken, meaning an uninhabited house is destroyed by demons. The one residing there thus benefited the owner by inhabiting it, keeping away these demons. Marbara Vashi reports seeing this demon in a house, Managa Kisora, and it was battering it like a bull. Rav Yosef gave a different reason not to pay rent. Besa Mitzvah Yasef, an inhabited house remains habitable because those who are residing there see and tend to its needs. Enough coming in between the two reasons is the Kamishtamishime Betsive vesivna, where the owner was using it to store wood and straw. This is sufficient to keep away demons and the one residing there does not benefit the owner according to the first reason, but does according to Rav Yosef's reason. Pointing to the Mishnah Duff Yud Tes Amabes taught that if an animal ate from the sides of the street, it is liable and not considered damage in Rishus Rabim. Rav says with Machazeris, this is even where it turns its head to reach the food on the side of the street. For although an animal may be brought to Rishus Rabim, the damage took place where people commonly leave produce since animals do not usually turn their heads there. Shmuel says field Machazer is Nami even where it turns its head to reach the produce, he's exempt from pain because it's considered ordinary shame in Urshus Rabi. Shmuel must explain the mission which holds the owner liable for produce eaten in the side of the street, to refer to where the animal left the street and went to the side of the street and ate there. In another version all agree that one is liable for the animal's turning its head and eating from the side of the street. Their dispute is Rabim, where one set aside part of his domain to the public domain and left his produce in that area. Rav says the owner is pater, and Shmu says he's chayev. The more explains their Malchokas. And pointing with him, the next mission states a Kelva Gadisha Gug, if a dog or a kid jumped from the top of a roof, but a and broke utensils when landing. Mishal Nasik the owner pays full damages, Mishnesha and Muadim because they're a mood to jump and is a tolda of regal. The Gmor infers that he only pays if they jump from the roof. But if they had fallen from the roof and broken the utensils, he would be exempt, because this was not expected. We see that the Tana holds that a circumstance, which begins with negligence and ends with an unexpected mishap, he is exempt. Meaning, although the owner was negligent for leaving his animal, where it's likely to jump and cause damage, he's still exempt from damage which occurred through an unexpected event, meaning the falling. Since this is the subject of a Melchokas the more explains the mission according to the other opinion. Could go into Makarvik with the cases where Kaelim are so close to the wall that the animal would not have damaged them through jumping and only damaged them through falling. Thus, the owner was not negligent towards the damage of these kailing. All right, so now we go to Simodav Chafalov, and her standard simon is a car, because Bostonians pronounce car as ka. So here goes. The terrified demon who drove off in a sports car when he realized the house was in fact inhabited by an unknown resident, passed by the cow turning its head to the side of the street to eat food, as the dog jumping off the roof onto pots and pans watched him go by, once again slow motion. The terrified demon who drove off in his sports car, that must be one the terrified demon who drove off in his sports car when he realized the house was in fact inhabited by an unknown resident, which reminds us, Rav Sahora said in the name of Rav Huna, quoting Rav, that one who lives in his friend's yard without his knowledge does not have to pay rent because of the pasuk which says, Ushi'i yukashar, and through desolation the gate is broken, meaning an uninhabited house is destroyed by demons. The one residing there thus has benefited the owner by inhabiting it, keeping away these demons. So the terrified demon who drove off in his sports car when he realized the house was in fact inhabited by an unknown resident, passed by the cow turning its head to the side of the street to eat food, which reminds us, the Mishnah N'Dav taught that if an animal ate from the sides of the street, it is liable and not considered damage in Rishu Rabim. Rav says, Ube this is even where it turns its head to reach the food on the side of the street, for although an animal may be brought to Rishu Rabim, the damage took place where people commonly leave produce, since animals do not usually turn their heads there. Shmuel says, Even where it turns its head to reach the produce, he's exempt from pain because it's considered ordinary shame in Ushur So the terrified demon who drove off in a sports car when he realized the house was in fact inhabited by an unknown resident passed by the cow turning its head to the side of the street to eat food as the dog jumping off the roof onto pots and pans watched him go by, which reminds us, the next mission states, If a dog or kid jumped from the top of a roof, and broke utensils when landing the owner pays full damages because they are moved to jump, and it's a told of Regal. The Gomorrah infers that he only pays if they jump from the roof, but if they had fallen from the roof and broken the Kaelin, he would be exempt, because this was not expected. So once again, the terrified demon who drove off in his sports car when he realized the house was in fact inhabited by an unknown resident passed by the cow turning his head to the side of the street to eat food as the dog jumping off the roof onto pots and pans watched him go by. All right, so now it's time for a four-blah back hazard. Yud Yitzayin. So the singer Daph Zion is a used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman. Used car salesman. That must be more of Daph they used car salesmen from Yisachar and Yosef Motors, who love to learn Torah and lend out his cars, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan quoted Rabbi Shembar Yochai commenting on the Kamor, Praiseworthy are you who so by all waters, who send forth the feet of the ox and the donkey. This is called Ozzik Mator Gemilas Hasadim, whoever occupies himself. With Torah learning and bestowing kindness, and and L'sheneh Shvatim merits the inheritance of two Shvatim, referring to Yosef and Yisachar. He presents Psukim demonstrating that Zri aluts to Tztaka and that Mayim alludes to Torah. So the used car salesman from Yisachar and Yosef Motors, who loved to learn Torah and lend out his cars, was oblivious when a hog digging in the ground kicked up some pebbles that broke his car's windshield, which reminds us. The more quotes three brises demonstrating that the of Tzroros is Zimakokus whether one pays half or full damages, one case being that of a hog which was digging and caused pebbles to fly and damage. Rava ultimately explains that all to agree that Koko Kagufodami, one's force is like his body, and such damage is considered direct. Still the rebutton hold of half damage payment for its was received as a lauchel Hosh So the used car salesman from Yisachar and Yosef Motors, who love to learn Torah and lend out his cars, was oblivious when a hog digging in the ground kicked up some pebbles that broke his car's windshield, while one of his sons dropped clay pots from the roof, while another son smashed them with a bat. On the way down, which reminds us, Robert asked if an animal trampled a clee but didn't break it immediately, and then it rolled elsewhere and broke on impact, what's the halacha? Busted me, car, do we follow the beginning of the process, and it's therefore the animal's body which broke the clee? Or do we follow the moment of the clee's breaking and it beats Roros? The more I said this question can be resolved from Rav's ruling, Zohar Kli Marosha dug it one threw a clee from the top of a roof and someone else came and broke it with a stick, the second person is Pata from paying, because we say to him, he's merely broken an already broken clee. Since we consider the clee broken at the beginning of the process, the damage in Rava's case should be considered inflicted directly by the animal's body and pay in full. Da'f Yud So the Da'f Yud is a because Ben Yod Ches, chuppah. someone who's 18 should go to Chopah. So here goes. The Chopah, Chopah, that must be off. The hoop on the farm was a disaster when a chicken pecked away at a rope causing the glass under the chassan's foot to roll and break. Which reminds us the more attempts to resolve Rubba's question if we follow the beginning of the breaking process or the moment a clee actually breaks regarding Sororos. We try to resolve from the case of a chicken pecking away at a rope of a bucket and the rope snapped and the bucket broke. He pays full damages. The Gamor goes on to clarify what the case was. So the hoop on the farm was a disaster when a chicken pecked away at a rope causing the glass under the chassan's foot to roll and break, frightening a dog which ran with a biscuit on fire towards a heap of grain, which reminds us, Rava asked, Hasina ex regarding half-damage payments for its roros Ma'gufu M'sham, does he pay from the animal's body, meaning liability cannot exceed the damaging animal's value, or Ma'liyah Mashalim, or does he pay from choice property without limit? On the one hand, no half-damages are paid Ma'liyah, meaning Karen pays Ma'gufu, but on the other hand, there's no precedent for Rego paying Ma'gufu. A mission is quoted which states the dog which took a biscuit from coals and went to a heap of grain ate the biscuit and set the grain on fire with the coal stuck to the biscuit. The owner pays full damages for the biscuit and half damages for the grain. The Moore goes on to analyze this case. So the chuppah on the farm was a disaster when a chicken pecked away at a rope causing the glass under the cousin's foot to roll and break, frightening a dog which ran with a biscuit on fire towards a heap of grain where an ox was dropping srobro's dung into the dough of the wedding cake which reminds us Rava asks is there a mood for its roast, or is there no mood for its roast? Rashi explains that this refers to normal itsroros. do we compare it to Karen since it only pays half damages and should share the halacha of Karen to pay fully after three times or Dilma told it a or perhaps we say it's a told of a regal being common even the first time and since only half damages are paid this continues even beyond three times the more attempts to answer from a which discusses an animal which dropped dung unto dough Rebuta requires full payment and Rebolezer obligates half damages Daf test so the simmer Daf is a yacht. So here goes. The cow who kicked up tsroros in Rishus Rabim, which tore holes through the sail on the Nizakh's yacht. Yacht? That must be more in Daf yutesh. The cow who picked up tsroros in Rishus Rabim, which tore holes through the sail on the Nizakh's yacht. Which reminds us, the Gemara discusses what the Halakha is in a case where a cow kicks tsroros in Rishus Rabim, and it damages in Rishus Yachi. So the cow who kicked up tsroros in Rishus Rabim, which tore holes through the sail, on the Nizak's yacht, stood next to the cow excessively swishing his tail and breaking pots, which reminds us, we learn that in a case where a cow is excessively swishing his tail, which is less common than ordinary regal, and it breaks something in a shoes of rabim, then the person is potter. So the cow kicked up its roros in it shoes rabim, which tore holes through the sail. On the Nizak's yacht, stood next to the cow excessively swishing his tail and breaking pots, while eating barley, which is usually eaten, by donkeys, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Kesa <laughs> Shane regarding what is in the animal's tooth, mud Lejos, Ruila, to eat what is fit for it. The Mishnah adds that even in Rosh Rabbin, where Shane is exempt from paying damages, the owner must still pay for Hanad in the animal. A that teaches that if a cow eats barley, usually eaten by donkeys, or a donkey eats vetch, Usually eaten by cows, the owner pays full damages. We see from here that anything which is not its normal food, but would eat it out of necessity, it's called eating and not destructive Karen. Daf chaf, So this daf chaf is a cafe. So here goes the two people arguing in the Shane cafe. Cafe. That must be more on daf chaf. The two people arguing in the Shane Cafe whether Hana is paid, according to Deme Amir or Demeesa Orin Bezo, which reminds us the Mishnah taught that for Shane damages in Rishus of Rabbim, one pays for Hana the animal derived, Amarim dispute the amount paid. Rava says to Amir, he only pays the value of the straw for the amount eaten, even if the animal ate relatively expensive barley, because the owner can say he would have fed the animal straw and only benefited that amount. Rava says to so or Soorim Bazo he pays the value of barley when it's inexpensive. So the two people arguing in the Shane Cafe whether Hana is paid, according to Mey Amir or to so or Soorim Woke up a guy next door in the cafe's courtyard who had been sleeping there without the owner's knowledge, which reminds us Rav related to Rami Baruchama a discussion which he had missed. Hadar bechatsur chaver sholmadaito. If one lives in his friend's yard without his knowledge, does he have to pay him rent or not? The more it clarifies the case, with a yard which is not for rent, but a person who usually rents. It's therefore a case of Zed-Nanev as This one benefits, and this other one does not lose. Can the one living there say, what loss have I caused you by staying there, since he doesn't rent it out anyway? Or can the owner say to him, you have benefited staying in my yard, since he would have had to rent another residence? So the two people arguing in the Shane Cafe whether Hana is paid, according to Deme Amir or Deme Sa'orin Bazol woke up a guy next door in the cafe's courtyard who had been sleeping there without the owner's knowledge, who was informed by a waiter that the stone he had been sleeping under was Hektish, which reminds us, a Mishnah teaches that if one takes a stone or a beam from Hekdish and builds it into his house, he doesn't commit me'ila until he dwells under it, a pruta's worth of dwelling. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which doth the learn if a cow eats barley, which is typically donkey food, the owner pays full damages? That's on Duff. Your test. Good number two, which do you learn that the one who resides in an uninhabited house without the owner's knowledge has benefited him by keeping away demons? That's on Duff. Good number three. Which stuff do we discuss? Who is in a case where someone's dropping kailing from a roof and another person is smashing them on the way down? That's on dove. Yud zayin. Good number four. Which stuff do we have the case of a dog that takes a biscuit that's on fire to a heap of grain? That's on dove. Yed chas. Good number five. Which of them, the dogs and goats, are considered muadim with regard to jumping off roofs, and the owner would have to pay nazik shaling for damage? That's on dove? Chafal. Good number six which up with the case of a cow kicking Svoros, Inushus rabim and damaging Inushus and that's on Duff. Ya Good, Good number seven, which of the have we're going how to evaluate Hanah. Is it the Amir or Demeesa Orim Bazol? That's on Duff. Chaf. Good number eight. Which up with the case of a It's a cow eating food that's on the side of the road, that's on duff. Chafal. Good number nine. Which stuff to you discuss? What one is high for? For a lion eating his prey, and the nafkamina in how the lion kills and eats it. That's on Duff. Tazin. Good number ten. Which stuff to the case of a chicken pecking at a rope that then snaps, causing a bucket to break. That's on Duff? Yud Ches. Excellent. That comes today's shir. This is Rabbi Yevram from Zichron, a great day and great learning.